Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Davin James. Today's episode for Code on the 17th of May. I hope you're always doing well. Hope you're in a good day. And as always, I hope you guys enjoy today's episode. Now, today, thanks to a interview segment or whatever it was through 60 Minutes Australia, I'm talking about a story that involves the world's first for face transplant. Now, obviously, in this day and age, transplants are quite not regular, but they're not uncommon. You know, whether it be a liver transplant, kidney transplant, bone transplant, whatever it may be, they're very common for the most part. And you hear about them here and there on the news or, you know, when you're passing by a conversation on the street, maybe, I don't know. Although it would be a bit weird if someone just randomly talking about that in the middle of the street, but I digress. <laughs> But basically, this story today is a story that involves Joshua Arizano, I probably got the last name wrong, so I do apologise, and a man named Richard Norris. So, back in 2012, a man named Joshua, well, Joshua, who I mentioned just then, he was hit and killed in a car accident back in 2012. His sister, Rebecca, and her parents were forced with a decision. And that decision was whether to donate his face to save the life of another man <clears throat> who had been involved in the accident himself. And Rebecca, she did like a segment on this show, 60 Minutes Australia, saying, having it in their hands to give life to you, we couldn't just not do it. We couldn't just keep it to ourselves, says Rebecca to the individual, also known as Richard Norris. And it's a bit weird as well, like, from Rebecca's standpoint, like, she's looking at a guy who looks like her brother, but has, like, you know, has her brother's face, has his features and whatnot, but it's not actually him. And that, that to me, is trippy and weird, but I completely understand where she's coming from. Like, we have an opportunity to save your life. You know, we have the opportunity to have you live a normal life. Because he was disfigured in a gun accident. And fair play to her. That's a tough decision to make. Whether you want somebody to have your brother's face, you know. Which is a weird sentence to say out loud. But it is what it is. And... She took it as seriously as she possibly could, and no doubt her and her parents probably had to really think about this decision. Although probably not, not so much like take it into deep consideration, because they sound like understanding and really good people, judging by the sound of this article. And it was probably like a no-brainer to give this man, Richard Norris, the identical features of her brother, Joshua. But, yeah, I mean, it's, that would be a crazy thing to look at or to think about. You know, how would you react to seeing someone else's face, or sorry, seeing someone you know and love's face on someone else's body? You know, like, you get, like, Snapchat filters and whatnot, where you could place, you could do that sort of thing. You're like, oh, that's weird. But, you know, as soon as you go off here, it's, it's whatever, it's just a camera trick or whatever. But when it comes to a real life procedure, 
then it's a whole different thing altogether. Then it's quite trippy and makes you, yeah, I, I don't know what it makes you think or react, but it is quite trippy for that, for that matter. So this procedure, as you would expect, makes Richards a medical marvel, basically. As his face, his bones, his teeth, tongue, skin, and hair all came from Joshua. And this procedure was a 36 hour procedure which saw Josh's face removed starting from just past his hairline. So his forehead, his eyebrows, his nose bone structure including the jaw all the way down to his collarbone peeled off in one piece and attached to Richard. <coughs> Excuse me guys. Now after the procedure Joshua and Richard's senses and nervous system have all fused into one as identified in the video. <clears throat> I do apologise, my voice is very weird today. <clears throat> uh, where was I? Right, so, yeah, the clip basically showed that all Richard's, Josh's and Richard's senses and nervous system have fused into one. Richard can now smell with Josh's nose, taste with his tongue, and even the hairs he's shaven is Joshua's. I mean, yeah, like, I don't know how to react to that. Even certain, like, it's crazy to think, like, that you could do this sort of thing in today's society. But it's not like just a, a face procedure, like, any sort of feature that Josh had is now on Rich's body. You know, Josh's nose, there's ton, you know, the senses and whatnot. It's crazy to think like, that you can do this sort of thing. I love medical technology or medical science, if you will. I don't know. I say that a lot, but I really do. It can be really fascinating sometimes if you're really interested in that sort of thing. Um, and back in 2015, Rebecca had the opportunity to meet Richard, uh, to meet Richard. And this was three years after the procedure had uh, basically happened. <clears throat> And she was basically reacting to the face that she saw that she thought she would never actually see again. Never mind on someone else's face, that no, someone else's body that she's never met before. And that, that makes it even more weirder for her. I thought I would never get the opportunity to meet him. And I didn't know if he would even want to meet me, she says. It's a bittersweet moment for Rebecca, who asked to touch the face that she knows so well. That is the skin of my brother, she says. Unable to tear or to hide her tear eyes away, or teary eyes rather. Seeing your lips, even your nose, your eyebrows, this is the face that I grew up with. I know he's gone, but in a way, he's still here. She's saying, like, I do see Josh, I absolutely, I definitely do. And when she asked if she felt closer to her brother in that moment, bear in mind that her brother's face is on a different man's body. She said, yeah, I do. Thank you. And, you know, obviously Richard would be someone who completely understands how she would feel in this sort of situation. She, he would understand that maybe she would not want to meet him. Maybe, you know, 
this obviously for all intents and purposes, this would be a bit sweet moment for her, as mentioned. So, how would she feel upon meeting this guy for the first time, knowing that she's not going to be looking at some random individual she's never met, but she's also going to be looking at another man's. Well, and she's going to meet this individual who looks like her brother. And yeah, I. Again, I'm always lost for words when it comes to stuff like this. Like, I completely understand his gratitude, as you would expect, because this could not have been an easy decision on anyone's part. And there's no way that he could put it into words, I would expect, how he feels in this sort of situation. And if they've given him an opportunity to live a normal life, if that makes sense. Um, although this is a heartbreaking decision that she made with her parents to donate the brother's face after they realised he was gone, and now this other man's going to be wearing your brother's face for a while, he gets it. That's the most important thing. They both understand one another. Um, hopefully as well, they are not expecting them to be in regular contact with each other. But this gives them, like, it gives Richard a chance to live a normal life where he's a, he doesn't have to worry about people making fun of his disfigured face. Or if he did rape that sort of thing, because, you know, not everyone cares what other people think, because some people can be assholes. And now Rebecca gets a chance to sort of feel her brother's memory is still there with her, if that makes sense. Like, yes, his overall presence might not be there, but she can still see his face on, it just happens to be on another man's body. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's an incredible situation to find yourself in, I suppose. <laughs> and no doubt Josh is going to, like, as mentioned, well, I didn't mention this, but he's going to be doing a lot of work t- to make organ donations more of a regular thing, or spread the word on organ donations, which I think is really good, because you never know when a sort of situation, well, what sort of situation people can find themselves in and the sort of help that they would want or would require but unfortunately not many people would be willing to make a sacrifice such as that big or help out in whatever way for whatever reason I really think this is a great story tragic story, heartbreaking and a bit bittersweet but overall a really great story for both individuals again I hope the best for all the individuals involved. This is no way an easy, easy story for one of them or any of them to tell. But I hope you know they've all found peace in life, if you will, and they've all come to terms of you know what has happened. I sound like I make it. I make it sound very dramatic, but I'm not trying to make it sound dramatic. Um. They both got some closure of some sort, you know, with Josh, uh, sorry, not Josh, with Richard having Josh's face and being able to live a normal life now without, you know, having to worry about, again, maybe he didn't worry for people's comments about disfigured face or how he would feel about his own disfiguredness. And now, Rebecca gets to live on with knowing that her brother's memory is still there. And his spirit is still there in some ways. That makes sense. 
So with that being said, thank you all for listening to this episode. Until next time, take care, stay safe, and I'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye.